BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'm burned out. Hi guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. And I am currently on a high because I just recorded actually my second episode with Julianne Hunter. They were by far the most requested people for me to record with in Nashville. If you don't follow me on Instagram, YouTube, any of that, I have been in Nashville for the week. I just actually wrapped up as I am now talking literally two minutes ago, my Nashville recording. So we have so many great guests coming on. I'm really excited for you guys to listen to the episodes but I am not getting like 98% of the thousands of responses that I got to my story for Julianne Hunter. I have had them on before. I love having repeat guests, especially like my faves. I adore Julianne Hunter. You guys will hear this in the episode. And if you guys don't know, there are vloggers on YouTube, but they're so creative. I mean, like they do so many things. We also talk about like not putting someone in a box. Um, I would just say overall, they're creatives in general though. And they're the coolest people ever. We're talking about the pressures of social media, not putting yourself in a box. And I mean, we really go all over the place. I think you guys are gonna love this. Personally, I think this is my favorite episode I've ever recorded. So I'm very excited um, for you guys to listen to this. This weekend, Dom is actually landing in 20 minutes currently in Nashville. And then we have a girls weekend with a bunch of friends from home. We're gonna have a great girls weekend in Nashville. So if you guys want some Dom content, if you want some fun, content, check out the Instagram, check out YouTube. I've been vlogging the whole week and the weekend. But yeah, without further ado, let's welcome Julianne Hunter onto the show. You guys are going to love this conversation. If you guys are new, be sure to follow us on Instagram. You guys can always watch on YouTube, TikTok, the newsletter. I mean, like we're literally everywhere. So be sure to do that. And if you like the episode, please leave a nice five-star rating and review. It really helps me send this to a friend. Tell someone they must listen to the I Love You So Much podcast. Um, but yeah, let's welcome Julia and Hunter on to the show. Here we are, everyone. Here we are. <laughs> I'm really excited to have you both back on the podcast. By the way, by far of the request for podcast, it was probably out of like 2,000 responses, it was like 98% you guys. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. That's nice. Oh, crazy. That feel oh, we want to say you're such a baller. Like, yeah. Thanks, real guys. talk. Like for your age and how long you've been doing this, you like crush it. Totally. So. Wow. I feel like you're such a good role model for like girls your age because I feel like, I don't know what it is about like work, but I feel like as we, it's complicated with like hustle culture in America and everything, but I feel like work almost gets demonized a little bit, but you know, there's still like so much to be said about having like a strong work ethic and making something happen for yourself. But and, like, I don't not know. Not making it your identity. Exactly. exactly. That's exactly. what I try to do. I've had 
you know, me and hustle culture, we don't really get along. No. No. I know. Really. How, do, how do you find ways to balance? So I like was going crazy. Like I had really, really unhealthy work habits when I was younger because I used work. YouTube was like an escape for me. Yeah. So I used work as an escape. And then I found Been my, there. yeah, I found yeah. my like identity, not in like numbers on a screen, but like my work ethic Definitely. and how hard I was working. So then I think college was helpful because I was so busy that like YouTube wasn't my first, like I was so busy. It couldn't be my first thing, even though work was always before college to me, but it kind of forced me to get a routine out of it. And then honestly, moving back to Dallas has helped so much because I have a life outside of my job. For totally. Sure. Gosh, that metric alone, that. or that that's a, such a measuring tool for like how, how well am I doing? How hard am I working? And it's like, not always about like the hard work. I mean, it is, but and like work smarter, you not can, harder. Exactly. Too. You can overwork yourself. And for us, we, are always so busy with like work and we talk about like the workload and stuff a lot, but there's two of us. So like kudos to you. Yeah. yeah good for solo. you. I remember when we were in Dallas and I was like, you guys are explaining this. And I was like, Oh, I'm so jealous. Like this is, I'm like, I want to be married now. Like no, that was the totally. thing. Yeah. Actually you guys are, I will say I was telling this to someone the other day, but out of anyone's marriage, it's you guys that I want. Like that is the kind of dynamic that I want. Like you guys have, in my opinion, like the best marriage, best relationship. Wow. Like something I look up to. Whereas, you know, I'm in a phase where I'm like, you it, I, to get me to date someone, it has to be like the absolute love of my life. Like I, I'll be like kicking and screaming. Like I'm just, you know, not really there. Totally. Unless again, it's, you know, people that I like and it can, that can probably change. But like you guys is like, that is what I want later. Mm, what are you like know? the things I'm curious, just from an outsider's perspective, because like to me and Hunter, it's just like, oh, it's just me and Hunter. I don't yeah. know. So what are the things that you observe about our relationship that you find so desirable, I guess? And also thank you. That, that means yeah, a lot Yeah, that's so yeah, sweet. Yeah. I know. Like, by the way, I don't know if I, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think you guys compliment each other really well, but you also are just like truly like best friends. Yeah. And I mean, obviously you like spend a lot of time together. I know you guys say you like butt heads and whatever. Yeah. That's like normal. I don't know what it is. You guys, maybe it's the fact too that you have, you have so many interests that are in common. Like you're both very creative. I was yes. explaining this about you the other day to someone. And I was like, I love people. I'm pointing to Hunter, by the way, for those who aren't watching. Like I love people who are like kind of like a juxtaposition. That's why the whole totally. drumming housewife thing I love because it's like a juxtaposition. Or an oxymoron, like whatever. And you're so creative and like you're, you have such a high EQ and you're very, you're like a very deep thinker, but you're also an athlete. You're also like into sure, certain things yeah. that I like when people don't put themselves in a box. Yeah. No, and you're that's a very something good I'm very against is like that. being in a box and just like not categorizing yourself. Like you can have like a niche that you're like, passionate about but I think you should have multiple passions and try different things pursue different things and we're fortunate that we both like home decor we both like fashion we enjoy those things and we see them as a piece of like our artisticness or creativity mm -hmm. so yeah I think that's something that like has kind of brought Hunter and I together in our relationship was like both of our desires to just like we always talk about like why do people in our culture society want to like define everybody so much right like yes. put them in a certain bucket I think it like helps people feel more comfortable understanding like what type of person they are and I catch myself doing it too I'm like I'm trying to figure this person out and I don't know where to put them in my brain like we want to like sort things right but that's just not the way the world works like we're humans and are multifaceted and I think like we really work to try and represent all the different you know, yeah. sides of us because and we're, we're like trying to break that. It's like, why do we have to be one certain way that there's no way it's so and we check each other when yeah. each, the other person's maybe like going down that hole of like putting someone in a box or putting each other in a box. And we're like, wait a second, like, hold on. This is, 
something we're against. We don't like it being done to us. Like, why are we even going there with our minds? Totally. And I think social can kind of play a role in that. And I know that's like something we wanted to talk about today was like, just the pressures of social media and how, how they kind of add into that categorization of, of people. And especially for people that are young, probably like anybody under 30 who's grown up with like phones is a big part of their life and social media. It's just amplified on like an even bigger, more intense scale. I don't know. We have all had a bit too much to drink before and woke it up with the worst hangover, guys. I hate hangovers more than anyone. Like, I know other people are like, oh my God, that sucks. No, 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 no. Like, they are debilitating. I absolutely hate them. If you are trying to make it to brunch, a workout, or like anything after a night out, Bloom can help you prevent the next hangover with just one scoop in the morning. All right. So I wake up in the morning, I literally put one scoop in my water, and it helps me so much, guys. I'm always looking for a good hangover hack. And I'm telling you right now, it is Bloom Nutrition, okay? So Bloom Nutrition makes it easy and delicious to give your body what it needs to feel your best inside and out. Their greens and superfood powder blend fights against bloating, helps digestion, increases natural energy, and keeps your skin glowing. Bloom greens are packed with over 50 nutrients, including the whole fruits and veggies, fiber, probiotics, antioxidants, and more all in one easy to drink formula. Mix it in with water or a smoothie to add to your daily routine. It comes in four delicious flavors, coconut, mixed berry, citrus, and original. My favorite is citrus. Bloom is made for you, whether you're trying to recover from a big meal or night out or you're a fitness buff. Over 350,000 people trust Bloom to feel better every day. And right now, Bloom Nutrition is offering our listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnew.com slash I love you. That is bloomnew, B-L-O-O-M-N-U.com slash I love you for 15% off your purchase. Again, go to bloom.com slash I love you for 15% off. Hello, everyone. I'm Rod, the Internet's coworker, and I'm very excited for you to listen to my podcast, Millennial Made. Listen to me and my guests on your commute to work before you have to interact with your 23-year-old coworker or 16-year-old nephew as I translate the millennial experience, discuss Internet culture, recap current events, and throw us back to our MySpace era with some nostalgia. Catch me right here on Dear Media or also on YouTube to watch as well. Something I learned in an internship is big thinking versus small thinking. I've shared this idea on the podcast like many times, but a big thinker is someone who doesn't put themselves or anyone else in a box. They talk about ideas. They're not talking about people. People are not a threat to them. Everyone can be successful. There's enough room for everyone. Small thinker is someone who, and like, by the way, everyone is insecure in some capacity. Of course. Oh my gosh. But someone who acts on their insecurity, talks about people, puts themselves in a box, puts other people in a box, more of a negative person, but you guys are big thinkers. Like you're not just, even before I was talking to Anna Grace and we were talking and she's like, do you consider yourself like a YouTuber or podcast? Like, where does it come from? Cause it's social media. That's just like the normal thing totally. to yeah. do. What's your primary platform, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, at this point, I actually don't know. You're like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I am nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm like, I am nothing. I literally. am my own definition. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it is the natural thing. And that's just how you introduce people. Like, the most common, especially in cities, like in bigger cities in general, it's like the first thing people ask you is like, what do you do? Totally. Which I don't think is inherently like a bad thing. And you want to know what people are passionate about and it's cool. But I think it like says a lot of our 
it speaks to our culture. Absolutely. I know. It's like, yeah, what are you about? Or what are you working on? Um, we were like, what's your brand? We talked about the other night at dinner. We were like personal branding. Oh my gosh. It's like such a topic nowadays. And it's so much pressure on everyone. Like what is your brand? Like what kind of images are on your Instagram? (laughs) And it's just like so intense and exhausting. Well, like even the word influencer, I hate that word so much because it's not like, in the end, you're not doing something for other people. Like it turns into that, but the goal is to create content that other people enjoy. And so content creation or content creator is, I would prefer that word over influencer, but even then it's like, it's still somewhat like limiting. I remember when we were applying for the Soho house and it's like, what's your profession? And it's like, well, what do I put? Like we like interior design, we like art, we like fashion, we are YouTubers. We, I mean, all across the board, it's like, you can go different routes, but somewhat limiting it's you know you can do anything you want to and you can do a lot of things at once there's no one one thing you can do or like one thing you have to do you know totally I know I would say that's even like you're uh talking about insecurities and like that's even I mean contrary to all the things that we talk about like one of my insecurities is like being somebody that doesn't take enough risk or doesn't push myself out of my comfort zone enough. So I'm always trying to like think of ways that I can do that or like build courage to do that, like reading tons of books. And I'm like, how can I expand the way that I think to like not limit myself into just staying safe all the time? But that's one of the reasons I love Hunter because he's like way more of a risk taker than me. And so I like want it deep down in my soul. I'm like, Ooh, I want to try all these things and you know, get a bunch of tattoos or do like go on wild trips and go across the world and stuff. And he's like, well, let's do it. Like, why not? I'm like, right. Why not? I guess I could. <laughs> like, why do we limit ourselves? I don't know. But even you wanting that and acting on it, like reading a book or being interested or talking about it is more than like 95% of the rest of the world. Yeah. I think because, I mean, for me, the people that I surround myself with and just the career that I'm in, we're around a lot of people who are just actually doing things. And I think actually, I don't know, in the suburbs, definitely, it's like when people are just stagnant, I feel like I'm not around people who are stagnant. So I forget sometimes that like, it's actually really uncommon to want more and also, act, I mean, not uncommon to want more. Yes. It's uncommon to act on wanting more. And that's huge. Even if you're like, I don't know, I don't really do that. Like to even say you're like desiring it. desiring it and reading and doing those things. Like that's actually like a very small percent of the population. Yeah. But it's like you attract those people. So then it's like everyone around you is creative. So it kind of becomes your norm, which is good. Definitely. But that's not the norm when it comes to like the rest of society. Yeah. Well, I think like something me and my, my friends here in Nashville, like love talking and geeking out on a lot is like just growing in like your intuition and like your Mm -hmm. inner voice, right? Like regardless of what you believe, any higher power is just how do you hone in and like reconnect with yourself to like really listen to like what your desires are deep down, right? And you can stray away from those so easily by trying to show up a certain way, like online, on social media, or get, you know, popularity or attention of other people, because obviously it makes us feel safe to be accepted by people. But oftentimes it's actually going in like the opposite direction of what our soul and like heart really desires. Right. And usually none of those things are like, have anything to do with like image or materialistic or anything of like worldly things. You know what I mean? So trying to like get in touch with that and remember deep down, like, okay, what, what is like my inner voice, like really telling me like, what do I really want this? Or is this something like, am I looking for approval outside of me rather than within me? I guess you could yeah. say, but you're well, good at that. Even, even in like the space we're in, in social media, 
it's easy to look at like those metrics and like measure follow counts and like anyone chasing that as what they're glorifying or like what's they're justifying their success. You'll never be satisfied because someone who has a million followers on TikTok still wants 2 million followers on TikTok. Yeah. And so it's, it, you know what I mean? It's never going to satisfy you like helping your like internal health would and like having a good mental mindset and really knowing what you want in your life and just like going after it and not, not waiting. And you were talking earlier about trying new things and going after new passions or just discovering those things. I don't think it's good to sit back and wait till that thing's discovered. I don't think you'll find it until you start trying things. There's this idea that like, you know, ideas or like visions or dreams, like things that you see in your head, people think like, oh, that's just, you know, some far-fetched like idea that I saw in my head. But it's like, no, ideas like start as an idea for you to go after them. They don't appear out of nowhere. Like, I mean, they literally, I don't know if they're from a higher power, whatever you believe in, but those things like you see them in your brain and they are a vision. And then it's like your job to like act to make those come true, but that's where it begins. So it's not like something to write off. It's like actually a desire that's like bubbling up into like your subconscious. Yeah, or, if you can envision conscious. it, it means it's possible. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Very true. Um, so I don't know. Did you like ever have that for your podcast and YouTube channel? Like this is like what I want to do. And then like, look where you are. Yeah, you know what's so crazy? I have this memory of, a, I'm still friends with so many people from home, of one of my best friends growing up. And it's, I had this like very, very vivid memory. I was in middle school. We were driving to Sonic on Eldorado Parkway. And we, I don't know if I said Parkway, who says that, but on Eldorado, Hunter and I are from like neighboring towns yeah, from each other. Yeah, so we get that. Yeah. So we... I know, the, I know the cross streets. Yeah, like, you know. Um, and I remember saying, and I was 12, like this didn't exist. And I was like, I don't know how to describe it. At the time, it was like only Disney, but I would have never been like, I want to be an actor. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like what I'm going to end up doing is going to be on camera and it's going to be creative. It's going to involve clothes. Like I always knew I would do something like this, but it didn't exist then. And I remember it so vividly. We've, that girl and I have talked about it so many times because she's like, every time like, I think a career milestone happens to you, she's like, it gets crazier because it's closer to what you said. Totally. And it just didn't exist. And like, I don't know what that means, but it was like, I just always kind of knew yeah. that that was where I would like, head into and I also had a dad who like literally thinks I could be president like there's no I would be like dad, I, mean, I'm gonna do this. I agree <laughs> no and he's like all right cool like he's just so supportive not in the way that he's like he's not like I'm fronting everything like that totally. kind of dad but he is like I support you and I will do whatever I can kind he of believes thing. in he you believes yeah in me. so I think a lot of my That's confidence powerful. comes from having a parent that was so feeding into, feeding like, into your that he's like yeah totally. 100% like I was never I mean I was I couldn't do things, but not by my dad. Oh, yeah. So that really helped me. But it is interesting because it did ex in my head. And then as I like created a YouTube channel years later, I didn't even really think about that at the time. Yeah. But I had this moment of like, re like realization later, thinking back to that moment of like, that is actually so crazy. That's oh, cool. That's, so that's really cool. And, and what's cool about that is like, you're there. But there's also like so much more that's yeah. going to like 10 years from now, you gonna be like, wow, this is what I was dreaming of 20 mm -hmm. years ago, I you know, know, or whatever. Do you have you ever done like visualization things where yes. you like imagine what like your dream life would be and like tell me what it looks like? No, I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to tell you ours. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, well, one thing that's really shifted in the past two years for me is I think before all I cared about was my career and I don't feel that way at all anymore. Like yeah. I'm still very career oriented and I'm driven just 
naturally that's just who I am. Yeah. But I care a lot more about like the actual life I live and the like friends and family around me. Where of that course. just wasn't as big of a priority. So that's been a shift. But I think living in, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm between like a national and Texas. Like if I see anything, I would see that. Texas definitely. So you're see, liking Nashville. But I do love Nashville. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, it's funny because like six years ago, I would have never even like thought that I would love Nashville, which is so weird. Totally. Because I'm like, it just makes so much sense for me. Anyways. I think that's what happens to everyone that moves here. Is I like, know. It's just They're one like, day you're here and you're like, oh, I love this. I'm, I'm moving. That's like, what it's such a good mix of everything. Like it's down to earth. There's like industry. It's creative. People are so nice. Yeah. It's so relational. Mm -hmm. I think it's just everything that I'm doing though to like a bigger scale. I think there'll be new things, but... The other thing, too, that, like, is kind of exciting, but, like, also, like, daunting in a way is that, like, this job didn't really exist 10 years ago. So, like, what job will I be in that doesn't exist? We talked about this. Definitely. Like, Five-year plans are difficult. But as far as visualization, it's everything just bigger. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to, like, like be an entertainment kind of? Like, I could see you with, like, a show. I would, like, host. Yeah. Actually, that's yeah. come up a lot recently. Even mm -hmm. I don't even watch reality TV, but they're like, would you do TV? And I'm like, I... If it was the right thing, thing. I would... I want to host at, like, the CMAs. Like, that's what oh, I want. Yeah. I want to be amazing. a country. Like, that's Definitely. what I love. Definitely. I'm like, I want to be a country star, but I can't sing, unfortunately. Oh, my God, cute. I love that. No, the other day, I was actually a different, like, producer that we had in there. They're like, okay, but, like, can you not sing you're just saying you can't sing. I'm like, if I could sing, you would know. Because I would be a country <laughs> be star. Like, Bitch, like, I'd be singing. No, I was like, trust me. Kinsey's no. gonna be the host of the Grand Ole Opry yeah. or something. No, I'm like, that is what I need. But I think also, like, as I get older and I and I'm so young, I know that. Like, yeah. I'm not like as I get older, and I'm so totally. Wise. But I have like obviously found myself a lot more, and I have interest. I've always loved country music. Like, yeah. I grew up in Texas. But it's just become like a really weirdly a big part of my life that I think that somehow it will, I don't know, like connect. Be a part of your yeah. career or something. Yeah, just because it's a passion, that means it's yes. like coming easily and everything. One thing we talk about a lot is just in the social media industry, like even like you said, you're established. Once you kind of build that for yourself, it opens a lot of doors. And so yes. you see people going and launch brands and doing different things or, you know, turning it in, like starting with the YouTube channel, then doing a podcast. But it opens doors for you where you can you can do that. You can be on CMT or some talk show or yeah. whatever, you know, like you're going in that direction. I could see you as like one of the e-girls. Yeah, but I would rather, no offense to everyone in LA, I'd rather die than live in LA. Like I totally. can't, it's not my city anymore. No, 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 no. Um, yeah, I get that. So I couldn't. That's why I'm like, I love country news stuff. And honestly, so much is coming to Texas. You never know what's going to be there in five, 10 years. Totally. So that's totally. another thing. Like even if there's stuff in Austin, like it, you just don't know. Wait, so yeah. what about you guys? Oh, for like our visualization yeah. wheel and our life to be like. So basically, I mean... This would be like hundred year plan, <laughs> but I think in the end game we would love to obviously have children and be a family and have like multiple homes over, mm -hmm. all over the world where we can like just travel. Obviously, we love to travel; it's a big part of who we are. We don't want that to stop, but we also want to have a family. So, having homes and in the process of that, like probably doing creative careers in home decor, maybe designing clothing. We're like, this just kind of all goes together. And we're like, we would decorate each house in like a different style and maybe in the furniture that we'd be building and like stuff like that. I'm like, I'm really into like textiles and fabrics. So I'm like, Ooh, I want to make like blankets and upholstery for furniture. And Hunter loves like woodworking and mm -hmm. building. And he's like, I'll build the furniture and you pick the fabrics. And we kind of like, yeah, have, just, like this have fun with it. Yeah. And really like it, where she's mind. going with that is like, you yeah. can really create your own 
life wherever you are. And so if you have like a house in France, like you can create like a new life for yourself there, not even a new life, like you don't change who you are, but you change what's around you and the scenery and the furniture and the fashion, like you can really build a new character for yourself and like wherever you go. And we've been really inspired by Ralph Lauren, who I don't know if anyone's seen the documentary, but it's an amazing documentary. Yeah, he's actually much different than I thought, by the way, like when you think of Ralph Lauren, you think of like kind of like a like a stuffy brand More but like preppy yeah, yeah but when you watch him as a designer in his documentary it's like mind-blowing so you should watch it anyways watch it. it's going. on my list actually yeah. yeah so i was just yeah saying like it's his approach to life is we we felt very in tune and in touch with that and yeah it's definitely inspiring when we yeah talk it. about like no limits i mean i feel like he just he, he like has homes everywhere that like he just jumps into that role wherever you go like he has a ranch in um like montana or wyoming or something and he goes there and it's just like he's a cowboy and he's like wearing cowboy oh clothes so and me. then he like yeah, yeah. and he then play, he's he plays like the part of wherever he plays the he part is, yeah. and it's like That's cool just kind of like fun and it keeps it light you know like well, it's no different than when people are visiting like Nashville, like bachelorette parties. They become like get into character. They, they get into like that bachelorette Nashville look. And then, you know, you go on vacation to Europe at the beach and you're wearing something specific. You know, you kind of yes. play the part of wherever you are just on vacation. So why not take that and make it part of your life? Yeah. Y'all, I am so excited about this new podcast sponsor. I mean, you guys are gonna die. All of my dog parents out there, this is for you, okay? So when Dick's CEO, Zell, adopted his rescue dog, he found that there weren't very many high-quality, well-designed products out there for her. He founded Dick's to give pet parents a better option. All of their products are made to baby industry material standards. I love that, right? Because our pets deserve the very best. As I'm recording this, Coco is sitting on my lap and Fitz is sitting right next to me. I have a seven-pound Morky and a almost 70 pound golden doodle. If case you guys didn't know that watch my Instagram, you'll see it's really funny to watch. Anyways, they have a really special in-house team of designers that work to develop every product to be the best that it can be. Their products are designed with a safety first mindset, but they're also aesthetically pleasing, which I love. So the Diggs passenger travel carrier is a stylish, safe way to travel with your BFF made for cats and dogs up to 18 pounds. Coco has one. And let me tell you, it is beautiful. It received a five-star crash test rating, which is the highest score from the Center for Pet Safety. Bring your pup along in the car, on the plane, in the subway, etc. I used to fly with Coco, otherwise known as Coconut, the American Girl Doll dog, if you know, you know. I used to fly with her all the time, and I would have given anything for a passenger travel carrier like this, let me tell you. It also includes a custom bed with built-in pee pad, so you don't have to worry about accidents on the go. Again, like I would have killed for this at the time, but I am grateful that I now have it, all right? So you guys can visit www.digs.pet, that is digs, D-I-G-G-S dot pet, and use code PODCAST20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Again, digs.pet, use code PODCAST20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That reminds me of like, in all seriousness, like why I love Dolly Parton so much. And like, it's kind of like everyone like thinks it's a joke. And I'm like, no, Dolly Parton is a mastermind, probably the most successful businesswoman that will ever exist. Yeah. Like she has created so many businesses. She has stayed relevant and she's evolved in every phase of her life. She has not put herself in a box. She's totally. done whatever she wanted to do. She just, and she always surprises you. Like how old is she now? And she just came out with a book this week and signed with Reese Witherspoon for Hello Sunshine Now with James Patterson. They're doing like film rights. Like 
she just continues on with Dolly World. Like it keeps going. It's like on. everything she yeah. touches is gold. Yes, yeah. she has this book. I'm not. This takes a long time to explain, but I'm gonna like butcher numbers. But it's huge. It's okay. <laughs> okay, so she grew up in Tennessee, not in Nashville. Yeah, she. Learn how to read because basically by the time you were like five, you came to school either knowing how to read or not how you didn't know how to read. And the kids knew how to read. It was typically like from the Bible. Like their kids, their parents would like read the Bible to them or whatever. Sure. So they became like literate because of that. And then other kids, it was a very like poor rural area from like yes. what she describes. So these kids, there were stats because she came back and wanted to do a music scholarship for someone like in the high school or national, something like that. This was like two years ago that I learned about this. But she realized that there was a huge dropout rate in high school and it traced back to kids who knew how to read versus didn't know how to read. So she starts a book organization, I forget the name of it, and she gives every kid in that town a book a month up until they're 12 and she does every single kid because she grew up very poor and she oh, felt like her her cool. dad was like a pastor and like groceries we do like dropped off kind of thing. Totally. And she got the dropout rate like to barely anything wow. within like 20 years, which is crazy. And she continues to... There was another thing, like, stats of... They had the stats to see, like, when they're giving, like, a billion books away. Like, it has grown so much. She's She just has done so much you don't even see online. It's, totally. like, the impact beyond yes. the success. The impact. And it's, like, obviously, I'm a huge reader. So, like, that is, like, I love that stuff. Yeah, you're, like, that sounds fun. Yeah, but I'm, like, so I want to be Dolly Parton, basically, but, yeah. like, me. You know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, you can do that. I think, like, everyone has, like, you look at people like that, like, Dolly Parton or someone that does something extraordinary and you think like oh well I'm not that person but it's like everyone has the capability to do that in their own version it's just like believing it and recognizing what those things are and then kind of going after them but I think like what we've realized like the most important thing in like moving forward every day whether it's in your job or you're unhappy is like follow what is fun right like what feels sparkly feels and right. warm and feels exciting whether or not it's like what other people approve of or it gets you recognition it's like what actually satisfies you and like gets you excited to like get up every day and do stuff and I feel like Dolly's like a perfect example of that like she's having so much fun and she's helping people and it just like sky's the limit right once you like nail those two things so we always try to remember that yeah she also just would go I'm like I could do I actually you know what I should do an entire solo I, was Dolly it. Parton. <laughs> I really will last thing I'll say on this one though is that she is like blonde loves pink with big booms yeah. and she's actually incredibly like six, one of the most successful people in the world probably one of the wealthiest yeah and like has done every single thing and so the stereotype would be that she's dumb or like relies on her looks or like whatever it is which like obviously is like so outdated and annoying totally unfortunately that is a stereotype and I she know. just doesn't care, care. yeah no. she's like, never talking cared. about juxtaposition yes yeah. exactly that's everything that's she's saying done. Yeah. that's the thing like you can't care because no one actually knows who you are to the core except you so your opinion is the only one that matters because exactly. no one else will ever know the truth deep down like I can even try to explain like everything that I feel and see to Hunter like in the best words that I can but like he'll never actually like be in my soul and like understand who I am so it's yeah, like understand like the feelings or why they're yeah, there or, like mm -hmm. what, what's the root of that or all the psychology of like childhood development and stuff like that yeah. of each individual person that you come in contact with whether it's someone as close to like a, a parent or a family member or your spouse like you can't you can't ever really truly know someone that deep other than yourself totally and I actually saw a really cool like street art the other day in Nashville somewhere you know like graffiti on the side of the wall and it was like the Instagram like button and it was a heart with just a one next to it and like to me that was so like 
okay, like the irony of social media when like really like the only approval you actually need is like your, your own. And as long as like you're happy with yourself and satisfied and proud of who you are, then it doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks because you're going to sleep with you at the end of the day. Like no one else is there. So yeah. You said something earlier that stuck out to me, Kinsey, talking about your dad and like the support and his belief in you. And there's definitely been people along the way who have told you like, you can't do that or you're not good enough. Those things are both fuel. The the encouragement yes. and the belief as well as like the, you know, you're not going to do it, whatever. It's like, that's fuel in itself as well. So like, thanks to both parties, you know what I mean? Definitely. Thanks for the encouragement, but also thanks for the uh, doubt. I know Hunter's like savage over here. Like when people tell him he can't do things or like he sees like hater comments, like he's I'm dying like, at your just, TikTok stuff right now. It's oh my God. Your, your responses are so funny. They just literally like fuel him. He's like, that just makes me even more motivated to like keep it coming. But if, if I see somebody like judge me, I'm definitely like more sensitive or I get a little bit more affected by it. I'm getting tougher, yeah. but it's so some, something about you that's so interesting, I think. Well, and a lot of the times, like even for our own business, like since she is affected by some of that stuff yeah. or like more so has been in the past, you've got a lot better. Yeah. Like I gatekeep all of any comments, messages mm-hmm. to Julia. Like she doesn't see any of that. She hasn't like a year and a half. So I know. I, any I, hater out there like thinking they're getting to Julia, it's I coming to me. I don't see it. <laughs> I know. I, I, that was like a boundary I had to draw for myself because it was affecting like how much I would be willing to get back on the internet and like share things or create things, whatever. So yeah, I just stopped looking at kind of like all comments and things like that because I just had to, which I feel it, I feel bad because I want to like talk to people, but I can't like keep going unless I don't look. So I have to well, do that and now. A big piece of our brand is vulnerability and like just being true Huge. and honest with yeah. like what we're putting out there and like trying to be as real as possible. And you're definitely a Julia. She leads the way on that. Wearing my heart on my sleeve. Yeah. yeah but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying like you really kind of developed that by being so confident and comfortable in yourself. And so that can be altered on occasions but like that's always been the root of our brand that was led by julia which is like i'm gonna be myself and you either like it or you don't oh so sweet yeah. thanks <laughs> i want to talk about the pressures of social media because i know obviously hate comments are not yes are not fun no. we also hate the word chuggy yes. and i feel like there's a lot of pressure to fit in a box while we're talking about the complete opposite that's not how you should live totally how are you navigating like the pressures of social media and i feel like everyone can relate to this not just influencers or people with a following or celebrities i feel like at this point everyone as cringy as it sounds like everyone has a personal brand Definitely. it doesn't matter if you have like a hundred followers on instagram i think there's still pressure there yeah. yeah pressure of like how you're showing up or what you're putting on there Oh my gosh, it's been such a journey. I feel like really in the past probably like six to eight months was something that like we've explored more. And I think kind of back to how you were saying you used to work a lot and like use it to distract yes. yourself. That was definitely a place that I found myself like locked in. I remember like- oh, we I remember like the dinner right before this happened. I oh my remember God, like mental yeah. Yeah. Even before social media, like in our, even in our past jobs, like we've always just like worked a lot. Even like in our San Francisco days, totally. it's like that was just something we carried into this yes. job. Yeah. yeah, but I think like what happened is like maybe it got a little, it gets a little confusing when you're showing up online every day and you're seeing so many messages, like opinions about it. You could, it could literally just be this outfit and like you could just read 10 off the bats like, you should have changed the color of that crop top. You should have worn different shoes or that's not my vibe or, oh, you're looking like chubby today or I don't like the way that you did your hair. And you're like, holy shit. Like, I'm sorry, can I swear? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you just start to get like so overwhelmed by the amount of opinions. You're like, 
hold on a second. I don't even like know what to do anymore. It kind of like paralyzes even, you in even a way. Even the good opinions. Like I don't totally. think we were made to like just our minds were made anyone to handle like agree good and bad. It just the number of opinions, you know, that it's just like it's, it can be overwhelming, I think. And, and that's just part of the job. But one thing I think that has helped us really from the beginning is we took we like took it serious as a job like we we have always seen what we do as a business and looked at any numbers or number of comments or number of anything any kind of growth metrics as like important factors to the success of our business and so it hasn't always been like oh i'm getting followers and like oh i'm popular like never that approach at all like we don't care about that it's more of how's our business doing how's the health of our business are we making the right decisions are we being strategic enough so any hate that comes in it's just like i personally think it's just like it's part of it and it's going to happen yeah whether you launch a product or you're putting yourself out there like there's people out there that aren't even on social media but they launch products and they're going to get hate on their products like it's just part of business i think yeah i was maybe a little bit like more naive to that portion of the job right like i thought oh this will be so fun i get to like share all the things we love fashion and home and travel and all the stuff and then you you know you would don't know until you're in that position you're like hold on this is like mentally like a little interesting and i'm trying to figure out how to like keep my sanity so yeah like we kind of i think just got in a really heavy work rhythm especially with covid it was like nothing else to do and our job we can just work from home so we were like cool let's just literally vlog every day and why not it's there's like not much else to do and we do love doing it but i think once the covid wave kind of like dropped out it was like whoa okay there hasn't been a lot of balance obviously you're not really socializing you're not like getting out of the house very much so it was kind of like this tidal wave of like emotion i was like okay we really need to just like step back and figure out like what the balance is going to be between sharing our life online and having real relationships and in real life and balancing all of that so it's been like a lot to navigate but i think like the social pressures are just another added layer because you start to grow these relationships with people on the internet, right? And you want to show up for them. You want to like give them content. You want to like be there to hang out with them. They're like a friend, essentially. It's another relationship that you have to manage in a way. And whatever type of person you are, I was- And meet meet the expectations. And meet the expectation, yeah. 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 And like uh, have them feel loved, right? You want to like, always want to like make sure that everyone's feeling good and happy, but you can end up like sucking a lot out of you. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And you were talking about the hate culture earlier. I mean, I, I, I know we kind of went on a little tangent. Yeah, tangent there. <laughs> but, but we, I, I say like, what was the question you asked? Like how... Dealing with social, social pressures. Yeah. yeah. One thing that has been big in our, like how we talk about it or communicate about it is anyone who's like putting themselves out there with confidence any hate is from someone with less confidence trying to steal some of your confidence. Definitely. And so the lack of confidence is the hater. And so as long as you're just like putting yourself out there, like there's going to be people less confident than you hating on your confidence. Definitely. Something I've learned recently too is like when you catch yourself, like let's say you meet someone and you get in the car and you're like with your best friend and you start to like immediately be like oh that's like so annoying like how they did that they're like so like in your face about this or whatever right like we all do that recognizing that whatever you're like putting down in the other person is actually like things you're repressing in yourself that either you can't see or you're like unaware of could be an insecurity could be something you don't know or recognize in yourself at all but it's probably like it's obviously triggering you for a certain reason so it's like why your feelings are like a compass of like what 
direction you should be going. So when you find yourself getting like angry or upset or jealous of someone or like talking negatively about them, it's like an instant like arrow to like things that maybe you should be working on or things that you desire or want in your life, which I think is really fascinating. So in terms of like hater culture, Um, but yeah, other like social pressures. I mean, I think Hunter and I have always found that interesting, like, well, in terms of just like cultural social pressures, I mean, him and I grew up in completely different cultures, me in Northern California. He grew up in Texas, like the Bible belt and our homes were just so different that we grew up in. We both have like incredible families and yeah. they're amazing. Just grew up really differently and like the people you're around. So Friends, everybody. Yeah. But that really helped us then create our own life and our own values and our own approach to life, which we then have been able to take into what we're putting out online. Another thing really that's like so important to us in anything we're putting out, and I, th- I know you would agree with this, is as long as it's something that you're passionate about and that you can stand behind, like there's no reason to regret it. Like no hate can take that away from you because it's something that is important to you and you're being honest with yourself by putting out what you care about. And so we're fortunate enough that because we're on YouTube and a a majority of our content is vlogs and we're just sharing our life, as long as we are pursuing things we're passionate about, we're going to be happy and we're going to be able to be happy in what we're sharing. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, the reason I, I brought that up was because we've always been big about like routines and setting a routine for yourself. But over time, like routines get so boring. Like oh we were talking God. about that today, like routines can get really boring. So it's like making change ups, but still having some kind of routine set for yourself um, to, to keep the, the, the keep you expanding yeah. and growing for sure. We talk about changing and evolving and growing here on the podcast all the time. I recently listened to a podcast episode One of you recommended it to me. I think it's like the art of happiness. It was episode 12 and it was about life phases and changing and evolving and how it's such a good thing. And I think we talk about that all the time, especially with navigating your 20s on this podcast. Um, But I want to talk about trends that seem to be never stopping evolving, right? So while we are always evolving, so are trends, right? So Macy's has got everything you need to show off the newest version of you this spring. So debut the perfect pastel version of yourself in power suits. I'm living in power suits, by the way. Like it's all I'm wearing this week in Nashville in the studio. Designer handbags, sandals, and so much more all at 30% off. Plus get makeup, skincare, styling tools, and more at 15% off. That's a really great deal, guys. So head on over to Macy's.com and use the promo code OWNIT. That is Macy's.com with the promo code OWNIT. Right now, you guys all need to be in power suits. It's very breadwinning housewife. It's very boss girl. Like you're very cool. It's what I've been wearing. It's also a great life hack for um, feeling more put together than like you actually are because you look really put together with a good power suit, but it's an outfit that's already made for you. So you don't have to really style anything. Okay. So again, head on over to Macy's.com and use the promo code OWNIT. There's this quote too that I believe, but I don't love it because I don't think it really covers everything. I do love it, but I hate it at the same time. Yeah, I get it. But it's essentially it's the idea of like no one doing more than you is going to be talking about what you're doing or like obviously like giving hate comments. It's like, but I, I think it's bigger than someone doing more than you. I think it's a confidence saying like no one with more confidence is going to be like shitting on your ideas or whatever no. it is. Like I always think like even something is when you're in high school and people are doing YouTube and people, I was lucky people for the most part were actually really nice to me, but yeah, the people who were 
so rude. I see some of them to this day. Yeah. And I'm like, it's actually like, to me, it's embarrassing for them. For oh, sure. 100%. Absolutely. It's really embarrassing. And when people, even now, if like, so I think the easiest go-to, because everyone gets like made fun of for like trying to be an influencer or whatever. Yeah. I'm always like embarrassed when like embarrassed for that person that's making fun of them totally. like genuinely I'm like oh my god like that's stuff yeah cringe and I feel like I have this like I'm defensive even if I don't love this person or like what they're about and in more of a like catty patty like not on mine just like if this person is not really aligning with like values of mine I still am like defensive of them doing something different and outside of the box because one I know how it feels and two I just think everyone deserves that liberty like I think everyone deserves a chance I think everyone it is for whatever reason so embarrassing to me like to see people somebody like like that that. yeah yes exactly yeah it's funny an example the other day on on a TikTok like you know I've been getting like hate on TikTok whatever some guy was like oh I hate to see when people like record themselves and try to like look good or something on camera and I went to his profile and he had a couple like cover songs that he recorded of himself and I was like oh dude you sound really good He's like, oh, hey, thanks, man. I, I'm so, sorry I was rude sorry on your TikTok. Sorry about that It's like, yeah. you were clearly also putting yourself out, but you are don't feel seen enough, so you're going to other people's platforms or whatever, you yeah. know? And you're trying to, like, get, like, connect with other haters almost to, yeah, like, have your weird... totally, for sure. Yeah. But just in general, like, the there's a bit of patheticism as that uh, yeah. it's just like pathetic it and is pathetic i told you all the time like you want to be like hey little bitch quit quit yeah. being like quit being a loser you know <laughs> like, just what like you gr- want grow up and learn how to be a human like yes. be, learn how to be a human and have human interactions and human conversations otherwise why would you be hi- like if you're not doing that you're hiding behind the screen and it's you just know, fear yeah fear. and i think when people like see someone else like doing something that's fearless they're like they can't fathom it they're like how are you even like doing that and so the only thing you know how to do is to like put it down because then it will you know justify your feelings of fear and staying like where you're at which I think is like a normal like human thing to do but again if you use those feelings and reactions as a compass back to what you want then you can realize well maybe I actually want to go for something and I'm just afraid that you know I can't but it's like we always tell people like don't be mean just like I people that I'm like jealous of or I'm like oh my god like their life and everything I'm like I want to be friends with those people and I'm like tell me like how you got there and like how you like unleashed all of your fears and just like went after that like go towards that don't run away from it or like put it down if that makes sense because you can learn something I think I think it just goes back to the idea that there is enough success for everyone definitely it's abundant especially in like the careers that have just been created in the past two years totally but it is just I don't know. It's really like pathetic and embarrassing to I know. see. Like, and it, it sounds harsh, but like that's actually how I feel. I'm like, I just can't. I don't know. I can't imagine being that way. I know. And, and those people aren't stuck there either. Like, exactly. Yeah, like, there's hope for you. You're pathetic and you're a loser and you're a little bitch right now, but you don't have to be. You yeah. Know? You don't have to choose that life. You don't have to be a pathetic loser. Yeah. For being a little bitch. Do you think that that has like gotten worse for like the longer social's been around? Like, do you think yes. like the younger generation, it's like the pressure is even, it's intensified? I feel like that's why everyone like has anxiety and depression these days because it's just like, there's everyone's looking you're like everyone's in a fishbowl right because that's the standard now yeah and just I mean like you look at the numbers of people who are on social media it increases every year yeah and now with TikTok it's one you have more access because it's on your phone and it's short totally same thing with YouTube but TikTok is like a little bit different yeah but there's just a lot more a lot of younger people too on TikTok definitely and they're just 
I mean, like, kids can be mean. I know. And, I, and it's exposure, exposure to people who don't actually follow you. So, of yes. course, like, they don't know anything about you or know what you stand for or know, like, who you are behind the scenes. Like, I would say our, our vlog fam wouldn't hate on us on YouTube or on TikTok, yeah. right? But you come across people like TikTok offers exposure to people outside of your normal audience, which is a good for opportunity, but also comes with its the other side of things too. Yeah, so. I feel like that would be so hard. Like Hunter and I always say how thankful we are. we are. I mean, we're 30 now and like we didn't, you know, get phones or, well, I guess Instagram didn't even start until our freshman year of college. Okay, yeah, so we had nice. like our whole life or basically. Or later, maybe like yeah, we dabbled in like MySpace and like things like that, which was light social media. But now it literally like defines everybody. And just having like growing up without that, we're so thankful because just being able to like be a normal human and not have that as an element of like social pressure, but to have that from day one and like, you know, everyone at school is on TikTok or looking at you talking about what you're doing and I just can't imagine like the brain explosion that that would be and I feel like that is the reason for like the anxiousness and I don't know yeah Yeah. the last thing I'll say about that topic is I would say I'm fortunate enough to have had experiences that have made me more confident and allowed me to almost be bulletproof to those things that are I'm I'm seeing now like on that we've had a little bit on YouTube but like more more now than ever on TikTok and I can handle that but I know there's people that can't and totally. so that's what I would say to like the hate culture is like hey you could be really negatively affecting someone and it's not me like come at me all day like I'll I'll take the shots but someone else might be really affected so totally be, really careful. be careful with what you say online Yeah, it's like people, like when you just throw something nasty in a comment, like it does hurt people. So just be careful about what you say, you know? I don't know if y'all have seen the TikToks that are like the pipeline from where it's like being an American girl doll girl to a love shack fancy like woman. I'm telling you being like a Nancy Drew reading a book girl to a switchcraft girl. I'm telling you that is one of those pipelines. All right, I'm, I'm trendy. I know these things. I've been traveling a lot this month, so I have been using Switchcraft. Switchcraft is a free-to-download match three game. I cannot put it down. I am absolutely obsessed. It is so fun. I'm, like, playing it constantly in, like, waiting rooms as well. But, like, when I'm traveling, especially at the gate, I don't want to, like, get my, like, Kindle out and read and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to work. Like, all I do is play Switchcraft. I'm not kidding. But it actually really helps pass the time by, and I'm, like, addicted to this game now. So Switchcraft is a brand-new take on match three games. As you play, you unlock pieces of a beautiful magical and gripping graphic novel. So it all starts with the disappearance of your best friend. And now it is up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match three skills. There are literally thousands of levels to play. So you will never get bored. The storyline is so compelling. You'll just want to keep playing honestly, just to see what happens next. Along the way, you'll find unique characters, a gripping story, and even a little romance. The best part is that your choices in the game determine the outcome of the story. So you are in the driver's seat. Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. A thought I keep having is as things are growing and like going well for me, it kind of scares me because I'm so, it's like me leaving my comfort zone because I'm very comfortable with the audience that I have and they all are like pretty much nice to me most of the time. Totally. Obviously I get, hey my God, TikTok don't even get started. They I know. do yourself a favor. I was telling Hunter this the other day. If you ever feel bad about your TikTok comments, Go to any Dallas TikTok I post (laughs) and they're like, dumb, blonde, bimbo, daddy's money, rich, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's not daddy's money. But anyways, 
And that was the trigger. Yeah, we were really yeah. doing some deep-rooted issues there. But <laughs> anyways, I was just thinking, like, I'm actually afraid of more exposure, I think. Because sure. I don't Definitely. want more opinions. I don't want more people feeding into me. We weren't designed for this at the end of the day. No. But, like, I love what I do. So I'm not going to, like, keep myself... Small. But, like, I'm comfortable with... Because I'm fine. I'm stable. I'm yeah. established. Yeah, yeah. Like, But now, as I, especially even going into, like, more traditional realms or just different... Going down different avenues... I am starting to have like a fear almost, I guess maybe it isn't what people think, but yeah. it's less that it's more of like, I just don't want to hear your opinions anymore. Like definitely the mean ones. Even yeah. like, I don't I know, know, like just stop. Like I know I, I would never it's scary. someone. It's yeah. so scary. Totally. I think that's totally valid. And I would feel the exact same way. It's kind of like, oh my God, like there's so much more at stake. Like everyone's yes. watching. The more people you get looking at you, then they're looking at every decision you're making, every choice that you make. And it's like, if they agree with it or not, you just feel like, yeah, like a magnifying glass. I don't know. Well, I, and the more you concentrate and put your focus on, on like, am I doing this for me mm, or for mm. the the opinions? That's if you're, if the fear of growing would also be like, I don't want to grow, not for me, but I don't want to grow. So I'm losing like, I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. I'm missing out on these other people that would be now be following me. And you're now changing your approach based on what someone the else might feel versus be. like how you feel. Very true. Yeah. That's what I would say. Like focus on maybe you don't even not focusing so much on how much exposure it's going to have, but more like stay in your lane of like your creative genius. Right. And like, as long as you're getting up every day and you're like letting ideas like flow out of you, whether it's through your voice, you're on your podcast, like you don't know, like anything that you say, like how it will be received. So you just have to keep like stay in your flow and just keep creating, keep talking, doing fun stuff. And the outcome on the other side, you can't control how, what people think of it, yeah. good or bad, right? Like it, it, they're both, they're all the same kind of. So you just gotta like, it's just about the creation process, I think. I think also the more you grow in your career, especially when you're like front facing, the more you're gonna get of that. Definitely. And I think it's just like really sinking in now of like, oh, this is actually getting scary. But it's, I've, this is all I've ever known, basically. Totally. So like I, for the most part, I'm not affected. Yeah. But there will be times where I'm like, okay, actually, like yesterday I was like, so I had this weird like hour and then I snapped out of it. But now I'm like, okay, it, it is, it's like a fleeting fear. It's not it like actually it's big enough. deep-rooted fear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 It's more like, okay, that's going to be it's annoying. It's more like a but... question you ask yourself or just yes. like, it's, it's Like, a, am it's I going to be okay with that? It's a thought, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I would say my recommendation is to not look. Just don't look at anything. Draw boundaries for yourself. Like, whatever you have to do to like keep sane and just stay happy and like in your vibe where you're having fun, having a good time because like people can, can take that away from you. And it's like, I've been at that point where it was like, so low and I was like how did I allow that to happen because mm -hmm. I you know and that's frustrating so because you just look back on, and you see how it happened totally. but you don't realize like, the moment why did I do that yeah. and then you are disappointed in yourself and it's like, it takes a lot of time to like rebuild that confidence back up so just make sure you're like drawing boundaries where you need to um like I started sleeping with, like my phone outside of the bedroom do you have the apps on your phone I was wondering this like social apps yeah yeah do you have I mean, YouTube on your phone I have YouTube on my phone like if I need to for some reason upload a video or a thumbnail or something but I stopped getting on like consuming social like at night in bed leave the phone outside that helped lower the stress level so much just like making sure that you're checking in with yourself like outside of the outside world as much as often as possible meditation whatever you got to do yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. You'll be fine. Last thing we'll say here on the, on that is like value. Like what is content without value? What is it 
like in the end, we, we talk about this all the time. Like if we're putting out vlogs, no one gives a shit about you. Like no one cares. No one's going to just like be your fan forever. Like yeah. you have to like be providing value and, but value can be showing that you're pursuing your passions and, and, and expressing that. So others can then do that as well. Okay. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to provide you with some life changing answers. It's like, no, I will share with you me, me going after something that I want to go after. And hopefully you feel inspired by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't stop. I feel like you're such a, you inspire me so much. You're so like friendly Thanks, to everyone and like so loving. You're and so good at what you do. Yeah, oh, like I was guys. thinking about that the other night when we were at dinner and I was like, I just love how you are so like connected with everyone and so genuine and like all your relationships and everyone like loves you. And it's just like, you have this really really warm and fuzzy and just like easy to be around. And that's like the best quality ever. And like, I feel like people can feel that through the podcast. So don't like dim down that for, you know, based on what other people are saying, because like, I feel like everyone is touched by you and and you'll just touch more people and they they won't experience that. You're full of joy. Like you are a ball of joy. And so I'm like, but I love this podcast. (laughs) No, but, but that's like a thing we've kind of been talking about is like people will come at you to try to steal some of your joy. And it's like, don't, don't let them like, just keep being joyful and pursue things that make you joyful. Totally. Thanks, guys. Of course. Okay, we unfortunately have to end the podcast because we've been talking forever. I I actually think this is my favorite episode. I'm being serious. Well, anytime you want to go down on philosophical conversations, we're yours. Yeah, we were were joking the other day. It was like, okay, if if we ever want to stop vlogging, we'll just like start having philosophical conversations on camera. Actually, there was like one hate comment that was so funny. It was like, when are you going to stop having like 30 minute philosophical conversations in all your videos that I saw? And I was like, you're not wrong. But like, but also, that's, that's why that's I love, that's the point. That's why people love your videos. Totally. I'm like, yeah. that's like my favorite part. So you should just leave. And if you can't fun. get on board, don't watch. Exactly. Like, yeah, move along. Move along. Move along, seriously. Okay, so where can they find you? Okay, so I am at Juge Havens on Instagram. We are Julia and Hunter on YouTube. And Hunter. I am Hunt underscore Havens on Instagram. And I think our TikToks are the same. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So So. come say, hey, come hang out with us. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As I said, I absolutely loved it. I actually bumped it like up probably two months in my show scening because that is how much I loved it. And I just know that you guys, I, I just know you already loved it, right? So anyways, if you guys haven't already, leave a nice five-star rating interview. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, everything. We're, we have a podcast, YouTube channel, so you guys can also watch. But I love you guys so much, and I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye.